now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. Nobody, nobody wants to go into Electric Umbrella. I actually enjoy Electric Umbrella, sir. I won't have you disparaging Electric Umbrella. <laughs> the, the problem with Electric Umbrella is that Electric Umbrella is located in Epcot. Yeah, it does so, suffer there are so from many, uh, comparison. <laughs> exactly. There's so many other better counter service options that why would you go to Electric Umbrella? I will I, tell you, though, Electric Umbrella is great if you're on the dining plan and you have credits to kill and you just want to get a burger quickly but do they have a hot dog Polly? no you have to go to the american adventure for the hot dog <laughs> you know what I, my favorite thing in electric umbrella used to be that vegetarian flatbread but they actually changed it now they said they changed it about two or three months ago they used to have a really good sauce on there and now it's hummus mm. but it still has the same toppings and I think maybe the reason they changed it was because before it was cooked to order and you had to wait like seven or eight minutes for them oh, to cook it. So but people now, complain. Yeah, maybe they did. So now when I ordered it, it was already ready and they brought it straight to me and I could tell it had been sitting. So, I mean, mm. it, it was still okay, but I probably won't get it again because it wasn't, it wasn't nearly as good. I mean, it was okay. And then the same thing happened to me. I went to Cosmic Gray's and I used to love their veggie burger and they replaced it with a falafel burger, which was, again, okay. But I used to really love the veggie burger. So now that's like two things that have been eliminated. Oh, and then at Olivia's Cafe, I used to love to get their shrimp po' boy sandwich and now they've changed the sauce and now it's shrimp and calamari. Mm. So I was going to ask you because I remember you tell you you uh, you tweeted out about the uh, veggie burger. Yeah. I was wondering if that's a wholesale change across property that if they're changing the veggie burgers, like if they have a new distributor or something like that. I don't know, yeah. but um, and it, it, you know that it is one of the things that it is part of the good stuff that Disney does offer uh, when it comes to the different dietary needs, and uh, it seems like we have guests. Hi. Welcome to Butter and Bacon, where we discuss the good stuff of Disney and sometimes the downside when you get used to some of your favorite options. We have Amy again live in park. Hi, Amy. Hi, I'm coming to you live. I am here in the hallway seating area that's behind Starbucks and Character Spot, sort of next to where Club Cool is in Epcot in Future World. So you can probably hear the music. It's pretty loud. So Yes, Polly, it's awesome. Polly, you won't have to add any background music. <laughs> I get another week off. Yay. <laughs> and we also have Dean. Hi, Dean. Hi, I'm live from central Connecticut where it was 58 degrees this morning and it's now 43 yeah. and dropped. Yeah, what was so. that? <laughs> I had a campfire outside last night. It was 61. I get in the car this morning. It was 53. When I get to work, it was 47. I don't want to know what it was like when I leave. Yeah, you're going to need a scarf on your way out the door oh, this afternoon. Yeah. Well, uh, we definitely wanted to take this moment. Thank you again, Amy, for interrupting your awesome vacation to uh, record a show for us. Uh, I'm, com I'm committed to the podcast. You should have thought of this when you asked me. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I, it's, that's not a bad thing. I'm amazed you're taking time away from your vacation because Dean didn't. Yeah, you're recording live from the uh, parks, Amy. That's the good stuff. Exactly. 
So one of the things we did want to talk about, you know, we talked about some changes uh, with regard to some food options, but big news came out of Disneyland this week. We'll be a little topical. We don't usually like to do that, try to keep it a little bit more evergreen. But uh, Disneyland's going to start offering a paid fast pass and photo pass per person per day. It's called Max Pass. And it's everything I can do to not call it a Maxi Pass. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> and are you guys familiar with this? Hey, you... my mom listens to this show. Yeah. <laughs> do not disparage my mother. She thinks you're highly respectable, Dean, so your, don't Your mom it. is fantastic. Don't yes, your, your mom is awesome, um, and thank I thanked her personally for uh, letting us loan you <laughs> for, for the show. Yeah, borrowing me. <laughs> yes, thank you for letting us borrow, Amy. But um, have you guys heard about this? I have I heard. Have, I have. Yeah, I heard a little bit about it. I was with uh, Meg, Megadis13, and Carrie, One Golden Sun, and Laura, LB. Oh my gosh, 2007. Yeah, I couldn't remember the numbers. The I don't remember anybody's numbers. I still say boo to you. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's 13, but it's boo to you. Yeah, it's something. Um, she's also she's also in Walt Disney World right now with her daughter's first trip. Yes. Aha. First ride um, was the TTA. As it should be. It absolutely. Should be. Absolutely. Wait, that's a spoiler for upcoming episodes. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. I was with I was with those four those four ladies, and we were at the studios. And Laura said, "Did you guys hear what they're doing at Disneyland?" We were outside of the Great Movie Ride waiting for Meg. And she says, "You hear what they're doing at Disneyland?" And I said, "No." And she and she said it. And I thought, "This is really weird. This sounds like a rumor." But so it's been confirmed that it's actually yes. happening. Oh, it, oh, it's oh, it's, it's happening. Weird. Dean, do you do you have the specifics in front of you? I don't, but I have. When I first heard about it, and I'll look up the details while we're talking. Yeah. Uh, I I got the feeling, at least I I get maybe it was my uh, eternal optimist feeling. That this is driven more towards paying for the photo aspect of it, and the fast pass comes along with it, yeah, and not a paid fast pass service. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I read it too. Um, you know, at Disneyland, in case you are not aware, fast pass system is still the paper fast pass, not fast pass plus like Walt Disney World. So you would go in and insert your ticket media, whatever it is, into the machine, and then it spits out a time for you to return, and you can only do one at a time. What this new offering, this Max Pass is a phone-based app. I believe it's an app. I'm not sure if it's a just a website. But you can go in and you can get a FastPass. It's still not FastPass Plus. I don't believe you can still reserve your time. But you can do it once you enter the park, then your ticket becomes active. It is $10 per person per day. So it's not like a $10 covers your group of four. Everybody would have to be it. And one person would be in charge of your group's fast passes, which, quite honestly, uh, back in the Walt Disney World regular fast pass days, I would be the person that everybody would give their ticket to, and then I would run to Splash Mountain to get the fast passes for the 12 people in my party. Um, so, long story short, you're able to get your fast pass on your phone, and more to the point, you're able to download all of the images on your visit from the photo pass pictures that you take. 
That to me is a huge value because I believe it's per picture currently nine ninety five. I'm not a hundred percent certain of that, but it is. No, you're right, and that that actually is still the same way at Disney World unless you have memory maker. Right. So that's the gist of it. And Dean, I, I have to say that was my initial impression as well. It's almost like the fast pass. Fast pass is the carrot to get people to sign up for the photo pass part of this. Right, so I mean, I think you pretty much got all the details that I'm finding. It's ten dollars a day. It comes along with your ticket, like you said. It does include downloading all the photo pass images of that day, as well as being able to book fast passes on the app. Now, if you choose not to do that, fast pass is still readily available, but it is the old version fast pass. You will have to go attraction to attraction to get that fast pass. Yep. So I think you pretty much nailed exactly what the details are, and you know. I th- I think the initial gut reaction I saw from a lot of folks were Disney's going to start charging for fast passes. Right. <laughs> and, and I'm just not taking it that way. No, right I mean, and, and if anything, I could see them adding something like this um, if it were to go to Walt Disney World. I could, and because of the, they already have the, the uh, Magic Maker, My Photo Plus, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I could see this being something that resort guests might be able to do. There's been long rumored the tiered fast pass system. I still don't see it that way, but I, I could see it being like, it's almost like when you check in, make your fast pass before you even start thinking about it. I don't know. But um, I haven't... Photo pass is morphed down at Walt Disney World anyway for annual pass holders. Right. Having it already included. So I don't know how this would dovetail very well with that. I guess it'd be a non-AP targeted event where I think out there, it's a little bit more targeted at annual pass holders since that's the majority of their guests. And that doesn't yeah, make here's- sense. Here's some concerns that we had as as we talked about it together. Well, so, that's why I definitely want to ask you, Amy, because you have been to Disneyland, as have, I think, everybody that you were with yesterday. So yes. I'm very interested. I haven't been. I know Dean hasn't been to Disneyland, so lay it on us. All right. So Laura was saying that she had been told or she had read that uh, the statistics are completely opposite as far as the makeup of guests who visit the parks in Disneyland versus Walt Disney World. So 70 to 80 percent of people who visit the parks in Florida are first time guests versus the people who visit the parks in California. 70 to 80 percent of those guests are local annual pass holder guests. Wow. And she she told me that uh, apparently they're going to have some sort of a a program for annual pass holders out there where they pay for that fast pass program for an entire year. If you have to enter the park first, it's not going to be as bad, but if there's any way to reserve them before you get there, that will wipe out a good percentage of fast pass for people who would have to wait until they get in the park. Like if they're going to do any kind of an advanced thing, like, Say you're staying at the Disneyland Hotel and they have some kind of a deal where they're like, if you're staying at the resorts, you get some kind of an extra thing where you can book them early. Right. That would that it wouldn't be a problem if it was just resort guests, you know, as far as as the as far as the entire operating day, it's not going to make that big of a dent. But then if locals can somehow book it early before they get there, that's going to be a big problem because that is the bulk of their guests. And also, she said that they're going to add Fast Pass to a couple attractions that don't have it already. 
So they're going to have it at uh, the Matterhorn, which is um, a very high demand attraction. Mm-hmm. And it, it is slow loading. So that that's going to affect that definitely. And then they're also going to add it at Toy Story Midway Mania over at California Adventure, which their line, you know, typically their line out there is well under an hour all the time because it's fast loading and there's no fast pass. So that adding fast pass there is really going to hurt that as well. Um, gosh, I mean, the, the whole thing about, I don't know. I, I feel like, um, I feel like the locals would pay it. I, I feel like there's not that many people that wouldn't pay it. I mean, it, at least once just to see what it's like. And then if, if pass holders get a really good deal on, on buying it for a full year, they're they're i don't know their guest base of annual pass holders is so huge that they can easily wipe out all of the fast pass availability for for just a day guest who's coming in on on just a day-by-day ticket they could easily wipe out an entire attractions fast pass for a day right and and i guess it it would have to be you still would need to activate your your ticket for that day yeah Um, and not be able to reserve it in advance. I do remember um, when FastPass Plus was rolling out. That was the big concern. Um, I mean, Dean, you're an annual pass holder. You right now could go reserve a FastPass for a ride. I sure could. <laughs> no chance to get there, but I could do right. it. Yep. Which, yep. which, if everybody did that, that was a Walt Disney World pass holder, you would be theoretically taking up, what'd you say, 20 to 30% of all the FastPasses, and you are not going to use them. Now, Flip that to Disneyland. If everybody that's a Disneyland pass holder decided, hey, I'm just going to book a fast pass just because it's neat. That's not cool. <laughs> and then. No, it really wouldn't be. But, I mean, you got to figure that over time, they're going to study those metrics. They're going to see what the actual take rate is yeah. on reservations. Yep. Yeah. They, you know, they're smart enough to have the system adjust there. And, and you know, we, we ran into that with the um, ADRs. People would be making two, three, four dinner reservations for different restaurants, not canceling. People would call up to get restaurant reservations and can't make them. Um, You know, all of a sudden that seemed to have gone away when the $10 per uh, reservation fee was added. Wow, don't even even hint at a $10 cancellation on your FastPass fee. No. No. Uh, Let me me tell you what I think is going to happen. When Star Wars Land rolls around, there's going to be very high demand for this extremely high demand for this if you have to be in the park before you can reserve these as well you're gonna see uh, see i I think this is part i mean it it all sort of plays into why they're they're moving the security checkpoints and things like that they know that the esplanade is going to be absolutely packed with people they're they're trying to figure out ways that they can prepare for this and they they sort of built things up you know around the esplanade and you know i've been thinking about it for the past couple months like where are they going to put all of these people and then with with this fast pass thing if you have to come in and activate your ticket before you can make these rope drop is going to be a challenging (laughs) challenging situation for everyone it will be and i actually just had an idea on-site resort guests in Disneyland, do they have extra magic hours? They do. They do sometimes, and I think there are people who can buy certain tickets, not staying 
at the resort, but I think sometimes it comes with certain tickets that you right. can purchase as well. I would not be shocked if this is an additional carrot to get people to want to stay on property instead of a good neighbor hotel. Because it if wouldn't... you can get into Disneyland an hour mm-hmm. before everybody else and mm-hmm. activate that fast pass for the new yes. Star Wars land, yes, holy cow! It you know it's like, is it worth me paying an extra hundred and seventy-five dollars a night? Versus staying at the Howard Johnson, literally across the street. Right. But I save, you know, three hours waiting in line. Mm-hmm. It, it, wouldn't su- it wouldn't surprise me also if they did some kind of a special where you got the Fast Pass either for free or, like, if you bought something, you got it for free for the people who are staying at the three official resorts of Disneyland. Yep. Or if you bought a package where everything was full price, maybe you would get it for free. That that would definitely be something that would, that would absolutely incentivize staying at the three official resorts. They're yeah. very, they're very expensive and I'm sure they're going to be more expensive when Star Wars land opens. Absolutely. Yeah. The rates are going to go up. The ticket prices are going to go up. But, um, I think, uh, I think it's going to be hard to get hotel reservations when Star Wars land opens up. And especially with that fast pass, if they do some kind of a promotion. Yeah. To me, the biggest benefit of this fast pass is the park hopper. Yeah. Because with the old system, like we had at Walt Disney World, and they still have out there, you have to be in the park you want your fast passes in. But now you could be at Disneyland Park and book your fast passes for California Adventure later in the day. And park hopping out there is obviously even easier given proximity of the parks. So I think that as the way it's currently being described, that to me is the biggest benefit. Well, I still think you can only have one at a time. So if you were to do that, you can't have a fast pass until you use the one that you booked on your app. Oh, so you can only book one fast pass yeah. at a time for this. Yes. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, but what it does is it negates you having to run to go do it. Yes. So, you know, Star Wars Land is about as far from the entrance as you could possibly think of. Absolutely. So to get in through the gate and then immediately, you know, the 12-year-old with the giant um, Galaxy S, I don't know, help me out, Dean. What's the, what's the, biggest, um, <laughs> the biggest screen you can think of? Oh, I don't know. The, probably, well, you probably don't want that one. I think it blows up on your phone. Okay, so not that one. But, uh, you know, s- somebody with fast fingers and, you know, if they are the quote-unquote head of household um, for your group of fast passes to, uh, you know, magically get you the next fast pass. I mean, that's, that's definitely an advantage. Um, you know, Space Mountain's a little closer to the entrance. Um, you know, all of Disneyland's a little bit more compact. But, Dean, to your point, if you do extra magic hours, and again, I'm, I'm assuming staying on property, you do extra magic hours, and that first hour you probably don't need a fast pass to have one available at you know whatever time it gives you at the other park is fantastic right you spend your morning in disneyland park and you know you have radiator springs racers right. secured for right after lunch and you want to park hop midday it just seems like a better plan that way yeah now the other now, thing can is you, can you plan what time you want to use it or does it give you first available and you just have to take it no i, I think it's still first available i think it's still using the paper fast pass rules that, uh-huh. you know, the first person into the park gets the 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock. 
Okay. Um, and the second person in the park gets the 9.05 to 10.05 and so on and so forth. I wonder if you'll know what time they're going to give you before you take it. I would think that it's going to give you what the fast pass return time is. When they had the fast pass kiosks before unrolling my uh, fast pass plus, uh-huh. you still would know what time the fast passes were for because they would right. also let you know if they were sold out. I'm thinking particularly in Epcot. That one big board, uh, not far from where you are now, um, mm-hmm. would give yes. you all of the fast pass times and the current wait times. So you can make a decision. Mm-hmm. Has a list been released yet of what attractions will be offering this at Disneyland and DCA? I didn't see one. I would okay. be well, it's, shocked. It's, a, it's Matterhorn and Toy Story along with their existing yeah. 14 fast pass attractions. Okay. So, so it'll be 16 attractions total. Okay. So, but that's still only like half of all the attractions. They're not putting it on stuff like Small World, like they did at Walt Disney World. I was gonna say, are they gonna start putting it in all of the small Fantasyland attractions? There needs to still be plenty to do in Disneyland, and and especially in Disneyland, there needs to still be a lot to do for people who are not gonna use this, right? Because that park is when you go there, there's nothing like it, it's extremely compact extremely compact so uh, there can't be a whole big addition of people who are just wandering around looking for things to do like you have in in walt disney world you have all of the space where guests who are you know waiting for the past fast passes to roll around or whatever there's spaces for them to just wander around and enjoy the park and the ambiance and everything Disneyland, you don't have anywhere near as much of that. So it's good that they're not going to expand this out to attractions that really, really don't need it in Disneyland. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, at least for right now. But I could also Mm -hmm. see adding in those two attractions might be a little bit of future-proofing because you know full well when Star Wars Land opens, that is where everybody's going to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, look what Universal did though when Harry with Harry Potter World. Yes, they're not yes. they're not giving you the Express no, Pass over there. No, you can't use their you can't use their Express Pass um, over at uh, either of the Harry Potter <laughs> major attractions um, in the Wizarding World or in Diagon Alley. And um, you know, honestly, even at uh, like even Six Flags, I'm a local to Six Flags. When the Joker coaster opened up, they didn't have it Flash Pass. You know, you you couldn't use that kind of get to the front of the line for the first few weeks of operation um, because they wanted to give people a chance to go on and ride it. Right. Now, another thing to think about is you mentioned they're only allowing you still one fast pass at a time. So that concern about 70% of the annual pass holders booking a fast pass, probably a little bit less concerning when you can't book three at a time. Yes. And if you've got to be in the park. I mean, that to me is key. For Disneyland, not so much for Walt Disney World. Yeah, yeah, talking about Disneyland. So, um, the current, well, I guess it's now the previous offering. Well, maybe it's still current. The uh, the PhotoPass Plus service that they had was thirty nine dollars a day, or seventy eight dollars for an entire week. Okay, and that's so, and that's per person, right? That's not per. Right. Okay. So when you compare that, if you have a you know if a, a group of two, group of three are going in at ten dollars per person per day. And you're getting the photo pass plus being able to book this fast pass. It's sort of a little bit of a bargain compared to what the offering currently or used to be. Right now, I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if they sunsetted this offering or not. Um, do you recall? 
call if they've rolled out the um, turnstile list turnstiles or if they'd announced that magic band type thing for Disneyland or are they still doing the clicks? I do not know. Because as, far as, I, as far as I know, they're still doing the clicks and they, I believe they also still take your picture for annual passes. Like they're right. still, they're still pretty old school out there as far as admitting people into the parks. That's the, that's the latest that I've heard about it. They may have changed some things since the last time I talked to someone about it, but I think they're still pretty old school out there. Because, and the reason that I ask is because in Walt Disney World, for Memory Maker, you don't need to say, hey, I need my ride photo. That's mine. Scan my ticket. Add it to my account. Because when you check in with My Magic Plus, it knows. And so that photo, that on-ride video even, of Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, that's just going to appear on your My Magic, My Magical, ugh, I never get it right, My Magic Plus my Disney experience, whatever the heck, my Polly experience app. Um, that's Luna. Gonna be interesting. Yes, <laughs> Luna. That's going to be interesting to see how that shapes up at Disneyland, you know, because is everybody in your party going to have to scan their ticket for the on-ride photos, or do you go after the fact? That's I, I guess it's more of an operational thing that I'm interested in. Right. I don't even know how they handle that, because I, I haven't been since... Uh, like they they've started doing photo pass since my last trip. Oh, okay. So I don't know how they do that. Yeah, I mean, it, I wonder if it's like when uh, you know when my daughter was really young, we would go to Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach. They'd have photo pass photographers, but they would give you a little lanyard with with a barcode. And right, right, at, I remember that. At the end of the day, I would have like fifteen of these things on my wrist. <laughs> And then we'd go back, and then later, you know, you'd scan it in, and they'd say, okay, do you want this picture? Do you want this picture? And, of course, it's adorable little grapes going down the uh, going down the little tiny toboggan ride over at the kids' section. So, yes, of Aww. course we would do that. Yeah. But, you know, it, that gets a little untenable if you've got a party of eight. And <laughs> one's at the Matterhorn, and, uh, you know, your party's over here, and just, yeah. Gets interesting. Yeah, I remember on-ride photos used to be, what, probably 16 to $20 oh, yeah. per picture? And, then yes. you, could, and you had to wait and have them printed out yep. and given in that little cardboard frame that they would give or you, and yes. now you're getting... Or you could upgrade that cardboard frame to a more permanent frame, which I have of Rock and Roller Coaster, my aunt's on her first ever roller coaster. We got a picture of that. <laughs> and Rock and Roller Coaster was her first. So that launch... <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. It was I fantastic. Oh, man. That was fantastic. Skip Big Thunder. Let's go right to Rock well, Yeah, like, Well, <laughs> Studios was our first park. And we were. Oh, I didn't even think she'd go on it. She says, no, I want to go on it. I went, really? Wow. She goes, I'm only going to be here once. I may as well do it. Wow. She did not do the Tower of Death, her word. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't suggest to anyone that they do that attraction. <laughs> Stay away for your own health. If you if you want to perish for that attraction. I think Dean's, wow. Dean's son agrees with you. Yes, he does. As does my daughter. It's awful. It's such great theming, though, until the drop. I'm just, I'm just a kid. Why did you bring me on this? I'm just a kid. They, they should pause it right as the doors open and have a chicken exit right there. Yes. If, if you'd like to right now. Get out. You can. <laughs> oh, uh, awful. 
Well, you know, so I guess uh, spinning this forward, Polly, uh, this is obviously a Disneyland only thing that's going on yes. right now. Do you think you view this as a step one in the conversion of Disneyland? Or will this have any impact in the parks on the East Coast? Uh, I don't think it's really going to have much impact on the East Coast, namely because of what you already said. If this is a fast pass, or not fast pass, this is a photo pass uh, package with a fast pass added on, I think the photo pass options in Walt Disney World are already fairly well defined, and they, they kind of make it seamless with My Magic Plus. There's a lot of things that need to happen to get My Magic Plus to work in Disneyland. As Amy, you you have witnessed, um, and I don't think it necessarily works as well, particularly with the population being so local. You don't need to plan out your vacation three months in advance when you go to Disneyland if you've got fifty attractions all within the space of like Tomorrowland. So I I I see this as being a Disneyland thing only, and I don't think it's a herald of the the future that some people are saying but uh you know again i'm interested to hear what amy has to say because she's been there oh i don't know i don't think it's gonna have any effects on walt disney world i don't really know how it could i mean they're just so different um (laughs) when when laura first told me about this i said you know this feels like a florida person (laughs) planning this for california with no real grasp on how the culture is so different in California as far as visiting the parks. Um, I don't know. It it could work. It could be fine. I mean, they're only adding two attractions to the current attractions. I think the worry, like I asked, you know, what attractions are they doing it on? I would be really worried if they started adding it to... Heimlich's choo-choo train. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I mean, if they really started, at, if they started adding it to like all of the stuff in Fantasyland, that would make Fantasyland just Fantasyland would be terrible. You wouldn't be able to move. You know how yeah. people come and come and they they loiter around. You know the fast pass return. You know waiting. They're like waiting for that last 10, 15 minutes before they can walk in. So right. people are just standing around. There's not the space. There's just not the space in Disneyland to do that. Um, Which always makes me laugh when people do that because it flies in the face of why you have a fast pass. Yes. Yes. Why are you standing in line for your fast <laughs> pass? If you're standing there for 15, 20 minutes for your fast pass, you've now ruined the point of fast pass. Yeah, exactly. Get in line. Just get in exactly. line. Yes, get in then line. It, Join standby. Then at least you're moving. <laughs> right. I mean, it's you know, like the, 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 talk about the difference of the coast. Peter Pan is one of the better choices for Fast Pass at Disney World. Yes. They don't even offer it at Disneyland. No. It's not on their Fast Pass rotation. Yeah. And I think the reason they do that is because they know that it would just be it would be awful. It would be just a big mob of people. And where Peter Pan is located is when you walk through Sleeping Beauty Castle, it is immediately to the right. So, oh, that's the, throwing me off. It's not Sir Mickey's? No, it's not Sir Mickey's. It's Peter Pan. And then directly to the left, I think it's Snow White. Like, the rides just immediately begin. Like, immediately. Right. As soon as you walk through the castle. So, I, I think they know that they can't have, you know, little mobs of people blocking every single walkway. I mean, you have yeah. attractions right across from each other, and the walkways are narrow. And then, like, well, where are you, where are you going to put all these strollers? You know, and, <laughs> that's what I've always heard about Disneyland. Is basically you get off a ride and you might see some gifts, but then you can get immediately into the queue of the next ride. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's wonderful. Like uh, 
the first thing that I always do, like after rope drop, straight to Fantasyland, walk through the castle, hang a right to Peter Pan, hang another right to Alice in Wonderland. Like those are my, my two top ones that usually have the longest waits. And uh, maybe jump on Matterhorn before it gets too terrible. But gosh, I don't know how they're going to... I mean, there there is more space around the Matterhorn than there are around other attractions. Now, I do have a question, though, about the Matterhorn. Are there two separate queues for the two different tracks? And for those of you that don't know, Matterhorn is actually two different roller coasters. Yes, there are. I wonder are if two... they're going to make a merge point and have one be a standby line and one be a fast pass line. And then they will just have a cast member. And then you can choose which which train you want to go on. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know, man. This is going to be really interesting. It's going to be really interesting. I know that, like, it, hashtag... Twitter's misery. going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, hashtag yeah. misery squad. It's, you know, it's going to be misery squatted up for about the first month, you know. It's oh, going to be... Particularly Disneyland locals, yes. Yeah, it's going to be the worst thing in the world for, like, the first month. And then we might not ever hear about it again. One of those right. kind of things until yeah. Star Wars land rolls around. And then you see that I'm kind of wondering too, how are people going to get to Star Wars land? Because it's, I think it's like directly behind Fantasyland and Frontierland there. And it's, so are, yeah. are guests going to have to go through Fantasyland to get to Star Wars land? Or where's the entrance point going to be for that? It's going to be where Big Thunder Ranch, zoo. Big Thunder Ranch former location is where the entrance to Star, Lo- uh, Star Wars Land is. That's the only entrance, as far as I know. So, I wonder if they're going to funnel everybody through Frontierland or Fantasyland. Probably. Well, I don't know. But That's going to be interesting. Wow, one, one point in and out sounds yeah. a little bit claustrophobic. It, it really yeah. does. It really does. I don't know. I mean, and I think but that's I don't part know, of... I don't know where else you could... I don't know where else you could enter or exit. You've got water... That's gonna that's gonna pen it in on on the left there. Like if you're looking at a yep. map, it's gonna you've got the water, Rivers of America there, and then you've got Toontown that's gonna loop around it on the right, and then you have like the Casey Junior Circus train right there at the middle point. I, yeah. I I don't see any other entrance or exit point that you're gonna be able to have except for right there where Big Thunder Ranch was, and then you also have like Big Thunder Mountain right across from there everything is just like squished in together so i I don't know where else i don't know how else yeah how else you could get in or out of there it could just be that one place it's going to be fun because everybody's going to be going in no one is going to be coming out but quote um, quote, (laughs) unquote fun (laughs) yes that's right dean do you see this impacting walt disney world at all the uh max pass um, I really don't. I don't. I don't see how it would apply, really, and unless they really think that the day guest at Walt Disney World is something to market PhotoPass to. I don't even think they count the day guest to Walt Disney World. I mean, look at what they do I, with single-day prices. And right, hardly I mean, anybody buys those things. I think the Walt Disney World being the sort of vacation destination, multi-day ticket, multi-day pass, the way they do it now with the all-encompassing PhotoPass memory maker just seems to work. Yeah. I don't think it makes sense out on the West Coast, and I think that's why they're they're trying to monetize a little bit on that photo pass. They probably weren't getting a lot of takers at forty dollars a day for all your pictures and, and per person, right? Yeah, yeah, right. So this sort of tricks you into it when it's ten dollars per day per person. Yeah, and then you still have your average family of four 
It's still going to be worth it. But, but now you get fast pass, one fast pass with it. Yeah, but now you get one fast pass that you can do on your phone without being at the actual attraction. But, um, you know, I, I have to tell you, listening to Amy, sitting at Epcot, that truly is the good stuff. This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. For personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com on Twitter at AIOT Travel or visit our website, AdventuresOutThereTravel.com where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon, on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast, and please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice. Hi. Hello. Hey. Are you guys there? Yeah. Okay. And now my phone's ringing. Are you serious? Hang on. Are you there, Polly? Polly. I'm back. Oh. I was like, Polly? Are you yeah. there? I was. Hello. Dean, are you still, still there? Oh, his phone started ringing. His actual phone. Oh, is that what happened? Mm-hmm. Unless he, just wanted, un- unless he was just ditching us. Oh, 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 oh. So he said, hold on real quick. I'll be right back. No, his phone was actually ringing, but he could have, like, called himself as an excuse. I got like, you. What was, like, what was the point? Like... Uh, wait, I'm all tangled up in these cords right now. Oh my gosh. I have so many cords. Okay, I have my I have my earphones cord. Oh, yeah. I, see, I see the problem. I have one of them, like, loops through the other one. Wait. I have to fix this. Oh. I'm gonna, like... That, okay. That, that won't work. Alright, I've got that fixed. I have... Okay, I have my iPhone... And I have the earbuds in, and then and I have a, another phone that has hotspot on it. And I have two phones plugged into a backup battery. So I have, like, <laughs> I'm not buying another hoodie. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Can't make I'm me. not. Can't break me. Listen, they want, okay, the hoodie that you put on and it looks like your figment like when you put the hood up and it has the horns on it they want 64 yeah. 64.95 for that at mouse gear well it's I'm not, figment it's the I'm festival not. of the figment right now i'm not <laughs> i'm looking at yorny into your imagination by the way. <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> oh i i forgot to say the um kawaii japan's cute culture <laughs> Oh, that's funny.
there are tour groups here today. I mean, I have no problem with it. Just giving you some context. Gotcha. And it's like kind of dreary, dismal kind of. Is it overcast? Yes. Whoa, that mm. smell. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Amy, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it like, there's like blasts of it that like come and go. <laughs> it comes in wafts. <laughs> it's oh. like ca- karma chameleon. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's rank. Are you even there? Oh, great. Oh, wonderful. Are you there? Is anyone still connected to this call? Is anyone still there on this call? Is anyone still on? Is anyone still on? I'm just hanging up this call. I'm hanging up this call because no one... You're back. Oh, are you still? <laughs> I oh, almost. Oh, I, I almost, hear Amy. I almost disconnected because I couldn't hear any. Oh, it's really raining now. Like really, really raining. Oh. It's a good thing I'm indoors. Is anyone on? Is anyone on the call? Is anyone here? Oh my goodness. Let's try again. Hello? Hello. Yay, I was so alone. Charlotte throwing chocolate croissant at Wilbur. Oh. <laughs> it's a croissant. <laughs> croissant. What is is a... My last name is Boudreau. You do not say croissant, you say croissant. <laughs> Notre Dame. You have to do Notre... like the R. The R Notre... with like... <sighs> Oh, no, uh, actually, that one gets rolled. That one is Notre Dame. Notre. Notre. Well, I can't roll my R's, so... I can't. I'm from Kentucky, sir. I'm from Kentucky, sir, so I can't do it. You I cannot do, do it. You cannot do a French accent if you're from Kentucky. You cannot do it. That's rude. So, interestingly, it looks like if you go past Critter Country... Yes. They're also going to have a pathway in on that side, which is sort of like a side door entrance to Star Wars Land. Right. What? You know what? Yeah, that's... I wonder if they're going to do one way in, one way out. That might make sense in the beginning. I mean, How in the world? That... Because if you oh, have... Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they, they're moving the rivers of America. Yeah, well, the they're river's like... been moved. The train track's oh, been moved. Oh, exactly. that's right. Yeah, yeah. it's already moved. Oh. So. So you can go New Orleans Square through Critter Country to get into sort of the, I'll call it the left side of it. Right. Or what might feel more like the main entrance is what you previously described. Yeah, and and because they took out the entirety of Big Thunder Ranch and made that kind of, that that's going to be the grand, you know, view, if you will, as you go, I think you go under the train track there, and then you're going to enter Star Wars Land. Um, They might have the exit over there at Critter Country, you know, like you said, at least at the beginning. Because I can't, there can't be two-way traffic. There's no way. That's gonna, that's gonna be so weird. That's gonna be so weird. Because, uh, uh, well, what you're talking about, going through Critter Country, the Winnie the Pooh attraction is right there. Yes. So how, how are you gonna get around that? Well, I'm just talking about purely from Star Wars Land. They just won't let you enter that way. 
Right, but I'm I'm saying like, how are they going to manage any oh, kind of traffic? People, I don't think. Well, they're showing a, a full pathway that goes past Critter Country. Yeah. Wow. Somehow crosses the railroad tracks. And it's got to go under. Got to go under. I would think it's at that point. Under. And uh, yeah, and then there's you come into the, the sort of like I said, the left side. They're calling it Battle Escape Q and X Wings will be over there. Yes. And then you kind of walk the length of that to get more of the center village of Star Wars. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's that's going to be so crazy out there now. I mean, with a prominent prominent restroom right in front of the uh, battlescape. Oh yes, of course, where people are vomiting. Um, good, call, good call by them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have to think it'd be a little bit like when you enter Tomorrowland, trying to exit Tomorrowland towards the castle at certain times of day is impossible. It's almost like you have to go past um, cosmic rays mm-hmm. and go around that way. So I don't know gonna be bonkers man it's gonna be crazy it is it is amy are you still not hungry jingle bell jingle bam